Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. So you guys know that I usually start off every episode with kind of a social observation. This is social observation-ish, but it's something that I regret that I didn't bring up in this interview. So I want to talk about it now because it's the lesson where people always say love happens when you least expect it. You never know when you're going to find it. And in the case where my mother met my stepfather, it was exactly that. It was um, a very unplanned very random meeting. They actually met in Tal Bagels, the most New York <laughs> story ever. She was online wearing a hat from my college. And he said to her, quite suave, by the way, is that where you go to college? And she's like, no, that's where my daughter goes to college. And um, he, I guess, had looked at her hand to see if she was wearing a wedding ring. They were chatting and then she left. A couple weeks go by and I am at her house and the phone rings and I answer and, you know, he asked for my mom and I said, who's calling? And he said, um, I'm Harry from the bagel store. So I went into my mom's room and I was like, did you order bagels? She's like, no. And I was like, well, the bagel, someone from the bagel store is on the phone. She's like, what? Anyway, they get on the phone. They start talking. He asks her out on a date. When she said what high school I had gone to, because his kids also went to high school in New York City, he had friends there and he asked them to bring up the parent directory and find out if there were one or two addresses for my family. There happened to be two because my parents were divorced and they didn't know if she was remarried, but she wasn't. And he, he shot his shot. He called her and asked her out and they ended up getting married. So the point of me telling you this story is, if you are looking for love, you truly never know where you're going to find it. People say that and you're like, yeah, yeah, but guess what? Sometimes that is the case. So you never know. Always brush your hair. I really wish my mom and I had discussed this story, but we hadn't. So I'm just going to open with telling you. Brush your hair. Don't always wear pajamas like I do when you walk around the neighborhood. And you never know when love is going to find you. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me, but I have always said that having a Jewish mom is like having your own built-in citizen app. Don't hate me, but I am immune to the Citizen app because I have a Jewish mother and you are about to meet her. If you don't have the Citizen app, it's an app that sends you an alert when something is happening in your area that's criminal, dangerous, something you should be aware of. Maybe there's a fire in a building. Maybe there was a stabbing, a shooting, a robbery. There's smoke coming from an apartment building. You will get an alert on your phone um, I don't know if they have this across the nation. Again, I, I'm, I don't know, and I'm sorry if they don't, but that's what the Citizen app is. And it is enough to give you a full-fledged panic attack about where you live. But I'm kind of immune to it because my entire life, my mother, who you're about to meet, has pointed out every dangerous thing that could go wrong, is going wrong. 
she'll, I'll wake up to horrible texts, horrible texts, the opposite of morning meditation because she saw something on the news. And it's never like, go get a flu shot. It's go get a flu shot. Everyone's dying. It's like, there's no, (laughs) there's no in between. So I just wanted to say that for me, I'm kind of immune to the citizen app because I grew up constantly being fed a state of panic and <laughs> never more, never less. Just, just panic, 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 which is what the citizen app does. Uh, my mother has been telling me that someone was going to push me in front of a train my entire life. So these citizen app alerts, it's like a massage compared to what I've grown up, <laughs> grown up with. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Um, but it's true. And now I do the same exact thing to my son. I can't text him fast enough when I hear something that I think he should be worried about. I have the gene. I have the citizen app gene. I inherited it from my mother. Anyway, when you hear this episode, you're going to be like, ah, now I understand what she was saying in the beginning. And by the way, this is stuff I say to my mom every day. So this is not something she's going to be blindsided by hearing. I'm not talking behind her back. I know full well she's going to listen to this and it's stuff I say to her face constantly. Anyway, does anyone else have a mother like that? The doom and gloom texts, the doom and gloom phone calls, which is weird because my mom is such a positive person. I've actually never met such a positive person. She's positive about everything my whole life. She doesn't have like a downer side. She's not, but she does have anxiety, like an anxious side. And she loves to alert me of every anxiety that goes through her mind at any given time. Kind of like the Citizen app. It is that time of year, guys. It is football season. I am not a football person whatsoever. I'm just not. But now my son goes to a big football school, so I feel heavily invested in the team. And I want them to do well. But if you're anything like me, and you're sometimes held hostage all day on Sunday watching football, and now apparently every other night of the week because it seems like football's always on, maybe try to make it more fun by having a little skin in the game. And by skin in the game, I mean have a little wager. That's why I'm excited that today's show is presented by Bet Online. Football is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, my get involved this week. My get involved this week is dry brushing. That's right. I can't even, what am I, Gwyneth Paltrow? I have no idea, but guess what? You know, I constantly am talking about my dry skin. Like I, no matter what I do, every moisturizer, every uh, cream, every, I've tried it all my entire life and I'm still like a lizard. And I was telling someone about it and they're like, well, you should just dry brush your skin. And in one week, you won't have dry skin anymore. And I was like, that's impossible. I've been to every dermatologist 
and I've gotten every cream, but nothing has worked until I said, screw it. I'm going to try dry brushing. And I tried it. Guess who doesn't have dry skin anymore? It sounds crazy. It sounds like I'm lying, but I bought a dry brush on Amazon for $9.95 and it has remedied my dry skin. I don't know what to tell you. So if you have dry skin, dry brush it. Just you take a brush and you brush yourself. Like you comb yourself like you're a horse and you do it for like one minute. It's not even like you have to do it for a long time. Anyway, it works. So that's my Get Involved. I'll link it on the pod. Again, Get Involved is never sponsored. It's never sponsored. It's just things that I like. And in order to keep track of them for you guys, I will be posting a link to them in my story on Instagram at official social studies, which I hope you're all following. And I'm going to add them all to a highlight reel. So if you've missed the story or you want to look back at some of the links, there is a highlight reel uh, links from the pod, from the Get Involved and whatnot. Um, Okay. Today's episode, I am so excited for you guys. This episode is so near and dear to my heart. I have my mother on, my mother, who I love so much. She has shaped me into the person I am. So I thought, why not have her on the pod so we can hear exactly where I came from? My mom is hilarious. Uh, Through the years, so much of my writing has been based on my mom. She writes herself, basically. And she's such a good sport about it, me using her as material. And I think you're going to realize why I do. I am so excited and honored to be able to have my mom on today's show. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Okay, guys, this is a very exciting day because I have a very special guest on. She's actually the reason I'm neurotic. She made me neurotic. I learned from the best. Please welcome my mom to Social Studies. Welcome, mom. Hi. Hi, Jenna. I'm sure everyone's very excited you're here. So for those of you who haven't ever seen my stand-up, a lot of my stand-up is based on my mother, Right, mom? That's true. And she's a really good sport about it because she will sit front row center as I not make fun of you, but point out what's funny about you. But that's what life is like having a Jewish mom. And now I do that to James, all of those things. Exactly. I I see it. I get it. So before we get into it, I'm just going to catch some people up on some of my favorite topics from my standup that we've covered. And one of them is your fear of the HOV lane. It's so true. And I still don't like it. I don't like to go into it. I, I understand that it's just a line, but it's it's just a weird concept for me. Right. So one of my mom's fears is when we're in the HOV lane, she feels like we're never going to get out of it. Right. I'm looking for the exit. And I told her that it's just a line that you can cross at any time. But you can't. It's against the law. It's against the law. But if you are in an emergency, you can technically get out. So like, for example, I we were driving to the Hamptons and we were at exit 30 and we had to go all the way to exit 70. And she started to freak out 
that we were going to get trapped in the HOV lane and never going to get out, even though we had like a good solid hour and a half. (laughs) Well, you know, I, I think I, that was in the early days of the HOV lane. Was it? I think so. I think it was not, I think the HOV lane had been around quite a while. Well, maybe I didn't use it. And you just felt trapped. No, I didn't understand the concept. I saw we went in an entrance and there was no exit. The other fear that I talk about in my standup that you were very afraid of in the car is you used to yell at me about when I was texting in the car, but you were driving and you'd say it was dangerous to text in the car. I don't think so. I don't think so. I know that when I'm in the car with you or your sister, I'm always saying, don't look at your phone. Don't look at your phone. Right. But I don't remember. I don't remember me saying it when I was driving and you were using the phone. That's like maybe not true, Jen. I think it was true. I think you were concerned that it had something to do with the satellite, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that. You guys are going to have to take my word for it. One of my favorite stories about my mother, this is a great one, by the way, this is an award-winning story. And it's one of my favorite things we've ever done together. But when I was a junior in college, my mom took me to Europe and we traveled around by train. Yeah. How long were we gone for? I think two weeks. We we went, we went to Paris, mm-hmm. Brussels. Amsterdam. Oh, right. I forgot. Uh, not London. South of France. Yeah. Oh, right. Prague. No, not Prague. No, Brussels. Cannes. Venice. Yes, yes. Anyway, it was a great trip and we slept on trains. It was a lot of fun. And this man, my mom was not married oh at the time. God. She was single. Yeah. And on the train from, <laughs> I guess, Amsterdam to Paris. Yeah. This we is- were in the dining car. Yes. And a man, a lovely man named Michel. I can't believe you know his name. Of course I remember. My my memory is crazy, you guys. This man, Michel, had a thing for my mother and he started to flirt with her. They ended up having drinks on the bar cart. I went to sleep. She was a single hot lady. And the next day, I guess, we arrive in Paris and they- Yeah, I think he asked where we're going, which was so stupid of me to even tell him. But I guess I said I was staying in whatever hotel. Well, he was handsome and you were single. Right, right. So not that, you know, you were on a European adventure, if you will. Right, right, okay. Never expecting what happened next. Okay, so what happened next is- he shows up at our hotel. It was before the days of cell phone. There was no cell phones. No, no. He shows up at our hotel with a gift for my mother. Mom, what was the gift? Tell everyone. It was a bottle of Harvey's Bristol cream. A bottle of Harvey's well, Bristol cream to seduce her. Right. I wouldn't let him in the hotel. I said, we have to go. Were you at the cafe too? We- I think I was at the cafe. He said I, he had to see me. And then he says he was in extreme pain, <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't want to miss me. And it turned out that But he, say, tell everyone why he was in extreme pain. I'm going to tell. Pain. It's really ridiculous because he was passing a stone. <laughs> he was passing a kidney stone. A kidney stone. So let's just recap. He came to seduce you with a bottle of Harvey's Bristol cream. 
<laughs> while in excruciating pain because he was passing a kidney stone. And I, I felt really badly for him, so I paid for a cab. I did. Right. To she, take him home. Right, because he was in so much pain. So, so. much pain. So I, pay, I just had to get rid of this guy. And then I made, we left a day early, actually. Okay. I said, let's get out of here. Right. We ran away from Michelle. Yeah. But we did, important part of the story, we did keep the bottle of Uh Harvey's (laughs) Bristol cream. So now we leave Paris. We then get back on the train. We went to Brussels. Yes, we did. I think we went to somewhere first. Well, we went We went to Amsterdam and then Brussels. Because remember, I met the train, someone that worked on the train, like the, not the conductor, but the ticket collector. And I ended up going on a date with him in Brussels. Yes. Yeah. So any, anyway, the point is we left Paris. We went to Amsterdam. We went to Brussels. It it was like five days later that we flew home from Brussels, at least my mom says. Right. So we are in the airport And we are about to fly home. We're going through security and they do that whole thing like, oh, did anyone pack your bag? Anybody give you a gift? And first we said, no, no one packed our bag. Then they said, did anyone give you a gift? And then my mom with no hesitation says, oh my God, I have a bomb. No, I said somebody did and it could be a bomb because then I thought he was going to war at Croatia and I didn't understand if I was like a target, really. So I said, oh, my God, I think I have a bomb. Right. So that she, took she, it tells, out. she tells the security at the airport she thinks she has a bomb. Somebody gave me so that. So I said, Mom, we've been traveling for like six days. Don't you think the bomb would have exploded? And then what do you say? What kind of bomb did you think it was? I think I think it goes off when you take off. It's an altitude bomb. I said, I'm not sure. But the security <laughs> looked at me like, are you crazy? But there was a bomb member in Rome and stuff. And I, and they looked at me and they said, but you have this. You've been traveling. I says, I know, but I have a gut feeling that when we take <laughs> off, it is going to explode. And then they said, so they, they took it away. They took her suitcase. They x-rayed it. And then they said, ma'am, from now on, you sh- it was not a bomb. FYI, not a bomb. It was just plain old Harvey's Bristol <laughs> cream. <laughs> and they told her, ma'am, from now on, you shouldn't accept gifts from people that you I, and don't I, know. I said, you're absolutely right. And then she held on to that bottle for a long time. And we never opened we it. We never opened it. No. Because, by the Who way, it could have been poisoned. Could have been. But definitely we kept it in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> in the apartment when we in got the back. Apartment. For yeah. years, years. For years. Until I moved out. Oh. Oh, God. But the my favorite part of that story was how sure you were that you had an altitude bomb and how how you just made the leap from it wasn't just a bomb. You knew what kind of bomb it was. It was an altitude bomb. Well, in case they didn't think it, it through. In case security didn't think it through, I wanted to put it out there on the table that maybe it's a, an altitude bomb. I mean, who knew? You know, there was a war going on. Who knew? Who knew? My mom, by the way, should have worked for the FBI because she is an expert (laughs) at thinking up worst case scenarios. Yes. She- um, I do, unfortunately. I'm working on it. Yeah. She is an expert at worst case scenarios. And she actually, when my ex-husband and I were first married, we went away for the weekend 
And do you remember this? We went to like an, a bed and breakfast, like a very quaint bed and breakfast in the Hamptons. And you were caught again, we had no cell phones. You were calling, 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 and we didn't answer for a couple of days. <laughs> I don't remember that. And when I finally got back, you were convinced that we had killed each other <laughs> and we were both dead. And that's why we didn't answer the phone. Do you remember that? I don't, but I could have thought that. Which was weird because we weren't, we didn't even like, we weren't fighters and she just had assumed. Well, you know, I take stories in my head and I, it kind of goes into like different paths and craziness, but. Same. um, That's where I get it from. Yeah. I'm really excited about um, our new sponsor, which is PetCareRx.com because I love my pet. I'm obsessed with my dog, as you guys know. And if you guys have a pet, I'm sure you are obsessed with yours too. If you have a pet, you know they are just like one of your family members and you want the best for them. PetCareRx knows the most important thing is to keep your pets healthy by offering the best products and save money while doing it. They have food, medication, toys, treats, accessories, supplements, and pharmacy. They have a huge inventory for some of the lowest prices on the internet and can all be delivered right to your doorstep. And they also have something great. They have something called Pet Plus, which is a membership. Members get everything at wholesale prices and also includes 24-7 virtual vet support where you can chat with a vet from the comfort of your own home. It's a great site. I just went ahead and ordered my dog's food from there. They are also kind enough to offer all my listeners a discount. That is J-E-N-A 30 for 30% off at checkout. So definitely take advantage of that deal when you are checking out PetRx.com. So you guys, my mom was um, a fashion designer when I was growing up. And you were also a triathlete. Yeah. You were a marathon runner. Yes. You were vice president of your company. Mm-hmm. And I bring this up because I am right now, you guys doing the, I don't know if you read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Did you read that? Fabulous book. I read one of her books. But there's maybe that one, but there's a journal that I'm filling oh, out okay. with writing prompts. And it said, you know, what were you, um, I, I don't remember the question, but basically what were you gender role wise forced? Like what was one of your beliefs growing up? And I think I had a pretty good gender role because you worked, mm-hmm. you ran these crazy races. Yeah, I did. I had an impressive mom. I remember that one time I did the, um, when you go, you carry a log, you go in the water, in the woods. What's that called? You carry a log? Yeah. Uh, I forget the name of Survivor race. You did a Survivor race? Yeah, we did that. That's when I hurt my knee in that race. Oh, the Spartan race? Yeah, I did that. You did the Spartan race? Yeah. I always wanted to do one, but I was scared of the electrocution. Which kind? You go under barbed wire in the, in the water and yeah, they electrocute you? Yeah, you did. You? You do that. Yeah, I did that. Did you get electrocuted? No, no. But then you have to carry a log, run with a log. And I mean, I love that stuff. I didn't go to camp. So to me, this was all so much fun. And I also joined a group that met at 4.30 in the morning in the park. Yeah. And it was run by a guy who was a Navy SEAL person. And I just loved the mud. I loved it. You love the mud. Well, I loved the whole, yeah. You're pretty tough. Yes, I could be. 
I tell the story like she was driving us up to the country when I was little and she had the bikes attached <laughs> and they fell off in a terrible neighborhood and people were running with the bikes. And my mom ran right after them into their buildings. I yeah, I ran after all the bikes. But you got the, I, mo- well, I not got all two. the bikes. One you were just gone. one woman. I mean, what? how many bikes could you recover? In fact, I ran into it. The guy was waiting at the elevator and I said, excuse me, I, I know you probably don't, didn't think I'd come back, but that's my bike. Can I please have it? And he gave it to me. He was like stunned. He was probably shocked that you ran he after was. him. He was. Oh, let me tell you another great story about my mom. This is also one of my favorites. What? When I was at Syracuse, I lived in this apartment complex. And oh my mom God. came. <laughs> they're going to think I'm crazy. No, they're such good stories. No, this is a terrible Well, this is story. explains why I'm so creative. Oh, and crazy. Um, my mom came up for mother da- daughter weekend for my sorority. <laughs> and and you we were running late. And and we were running late and she was also taking my roommate, one of my roommates um to the event so- to meet her mother. And she pulls up, we were running late and No, the cars were in the um parking lot outside your apartment. Right. She was in my apartment, went outside. And I didn't know I was still getting ready, but someone had double parked and blocked her in. (laughs) So she's honking her horn, honking her. I didn't hear this. Like I didn't hear what was going on because she was in the driveway. (laughs) And now Natalie and I are ready to leave and we come outside and my mom comes running towards us from the parking lot. She said, go in, go in, get inside, like frantic. And I said, what's, what happened? And then I hear this very scary voice. No, what happened with the team, these big guys. I No, I actually think they were drug dealers. Oh, maybe drug dealers. But I was waiting and I know we were late. And I was looking in my bag to write a note on a piece of paper. But the only thing I had was lipstick. So out of like anger, I wrote on their on the windshield, you jerks. But then I stood there because my car was double parked. And all of a sudden, these big guys come walking towards the car. Now, Jenna and a no, friend. No, but she, you, you came in the apartment after writing on their window. And then I hear the man say, who did this to my car? And I said. And my mom said, what did you say? I said, I did. I'm the mom. She said, I did, and I'm the mom. So my mom, on the way to a mother-daughter sorority luncheon, had written on the car. You jerk. You jerk. I was standing there when they came In her lipstick. And then she started to apologize to them. Yeah, And then she said, I'll clean it. So she came in my apartment for paper towels and Windex. They did everything not to like fall on the floor. And they said, why did you do that? I said, I was so upset because I'm late. I'm late for this luncheon. Yeah. So she erased it off the window. And it's not my character to like lose my temper like that. No, it's definitely not. (laughs) But she wanted to get to the luncheon on time. Exactly. I mean, that was the stupidest thing standing there when (laughs) the guys came out withholding the lipstick. It's a very good story, mom. It was funny. I want to ask you some questions about 
raising me since you did such a stellar job. <laughs> and I am. Obviously I did. A shining star. I always laugh because when I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. My son's in college. My mom <laughs> is like, you should be a mentor. <laughs> And I'm like, a mentor for what? Like sadness? Like, what do you mean? But I always, I always laugh when she, she does think highly of me. I I love you. But what I want to say is I was very lucky growing up because I told, mentioned my mom was a fashion designer and didn't have, you know, she, you let me take a lot of risks with my fashion. Oh, definitely. And I did all sorts of things. I dyed my hair, all sorts of colors. I had some... Purple. Uh, there were rules. I could only do it underneath. Well, I had like your a dad purple and like green. My dad was out. very strict. But I, my mom really let me run with it. And the other thing I have to say is you did not give me any hangups. You never... No, this is true. Oh, God. Like what? You never talked to me about like diet, weight. Never. But I'm just saying like some people make their kids nuts about what they put in their mouth and diet with their children like crazy. No, I never did. And we had all the junk in the house. We had tons of junk food in the house. So I didn't have hangups. I had terrible haircuts many times, by the way, to the point where you should have maybe said you look (laughs) terrible. What about the bang cutting? Oh, and before I'd leave for school, sometimes she'd be like, I just want to cut you bangs. And she would take packing scissors, like rusty packing scissors. that my father gave me. And I said, just let me trim your bangs. And she would give us bangs. And by the way, I have pictures of those bangs and they were very unattractive. It was, I don't know what I was thinking. Did you secretly want me to be ugly? No, I just wanted (laughs) to fix your bangs so they were in your eyes. But all all I had was that big old scissor. I don't know what happened to it. But- I was very adventurous with my hair. Like I did, I think I told you guys this story. I cut my hair off in fourth grade. I asked for the Pat Benatar. But you went to a school. There were students and you wanted to go and they would give you a free haircut. I think it, I think you went to a school. I did not go to a school with students cutting hair. Oh, I thought you did. Because it looked like you did. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn you came back from... I, are you sure? I'm dead <laughs> positive. It was on the Upper East Side, like in a salon. You never went to a- I. <laughs> that's the best answer because you look like you did. But I did. I had terrible, my whole life, by the way, I had terrible haircuts. <laughs> Not really. No. no I had one very short and one is a bob. Like, I had, I had a hair. lot of terrible haircuts. But you never told me, like, you never said that doesn't look good. No. You just let me be free and ugly. (laughs) No, no. I remember one time you wanted to get more earrings. I said, absolutely not. And you went into the bathroom and came out with, like, maybe 11 earrings in your ear (laughs) that she just did. And I said, if you put this much time and effort into studying, my God, could you imagine where you'd be? Because she, she was so determined to do what she wanted to do that she gave herself. I gave myself several ear piercings myself because yeah. she wouldn't let me go do it. No. So I didn't, I, I didn't listen. I just did it myself. But they're not here anymore. No, I mean, I do. I have three in one ear and two oh, in do? the other. Oh, from that day? From that day. I thought you had 11. Na- I- not 11. That's, I don't know where I'd fit 11, but that's a lot of piercings. And 
since they lasted so long, maybe I should switch careers to an ear piercer. <laughs> <laughs> but you were, you were very good about that. So I just want to say to any mothers of daughters listening, look how well I turned out. I don't, I really, I, I you, don't and have. You're, and you're a great mom. You're an unbelievable mother. Thank you. Unbelievable. Because Um, you give. I learned from the best. Yeah, you gave him space to be who he wants to be. I learned from the best. But I was really, I was thinking about that because you really never told me like, you know, that doesn't look good. Did you used to look at me and be like, wow, that really is ugly? No, I thought you looked good. You were very, you let me take a lot of fashion risks also because you were in fashion. Yes. Yeah, I was. So I thought it was creative. I loved it that you were creative. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you are the best mom, for sure. You You know, I had the kind of mom, I do have the kind of mom. When I was growing up, all my friends would want to come to my house and tell my mom everything because she was the best listener and very non-judgmental. You know what? When they did things that weren't good or they didn't do well in school, I said, just learn from this. It's okay. Do the best you can. That's what my parents told me. Just and I happen to be a professional at making mistakes. But that's okay. You're learning. You're you still- were very good. You are very good when I make mistakes. Yeah. I come and clean them up. You come and clean them I up. I try to. And- she just cleaned my whole kitchen, by the way. Well, I did because I feel that it just helps. It. I like to help you, Jen. Um, thank you, Mom. What did you learn from being my mother, someone who is maybe more um, difficult to raise than other people? I was, was I difficult to raise? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you were a challenge because you were very set in your ways and you, you just wanted to do things your way. Well, you, there were times when you were difficult, but overall you were very good friend to your friends. You were sweet. I think in school, when you didn't like a subject, you really didn't like a subject. I really didn't like a subject. No. But then in my teenage years, I was a little wild. Yes. To say the least. But I was always nice. And I was nice to you. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't have, there were no cell phones. So when you went out in the world, I had no clue where you were. And Thank I, God. You know what? I didn't do anything bad growing up, so I never imagined that right. you would. So you guys, my mom met my dad when she was 14, and she was like a literal angel. She was like, never did anything bad. And then there was me, and I I was a risk taker. But I didn't know. She didn't know. She didn't even know what was out there. No, I had no clue. Which was probably better. Yeah. And by the way, thank God you didn't have Life 360 then because let me tell you guys something. She was also following my son on Life 360 and he kicked her off. <laughs> I think it really, it's very stressful. Life 360 is very, it's very stressful. I think that was a good thing. It was hard to get off of it. It's very hard. I'm tracking him in college right now and it's, <laughs> it's killing me. I'm, I'm. It's killing me. You know what? You have the best sense of humor. I love the way you answer things. I mean, you really see life in a way that a lot of people don't. You really, I mean, I think with your friends, you just have the best sense of humor. If anybody reads her texts or Instagram, it's so funny. 
really funny. I'm glad you're doing the podcast because I love listening to them. I laugh all the time. Thank you, Mom. I do. Oh, my God. Thank you. But but we forgot to cover one topic. Hmm. Why are you so scared of rain? You guys, when it rains in Manhattan, my mom will text the entire family. Only when you were young. No, you literally still do it. Still do you want to make sure I'm inside. Right. Everyone's inside. Oh, if there's a storm. What are you worried will happen to us in the middle of Manhattan in the rain? <laughs> I don't know. What exactly? When you were young and you used to go across the street to that. To the um, ice cream store. The ice cream store. There was once a thunderstorm of Terrible By story. the way, you guys, you could see the ice cream store out my window. I just had across one street and you could see from my mom's window into the ice cream store. <laughs> and she called. I called the store and I said, is Jen in there? And one time, uh, well, I called everyone, David and David had the James in the park. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh my God, there's going to be a very big storm. Please take him home. Take him home. And he would say... Oh my God, we're in the middle of the lake. We're on a boat. I, I see the lightning and thunder. Don't worry about it. We're going to go back to shore now. We torture my mom because when she texts us about storms in Manhattan, where you can literally go in a building at any time. I don't know what that's about. It's, it's <laughs> something. Mom. Yes. Thank you so much for being a guest on Social Studies. Everyone's going to be so excited. I hope I gave some people insight to why Jenna is the way she is. But she's amazing. Ah, thank you. I love so you. Are you. And I'm, I'm so glad that you had this opportunity. <laughs> I love you. You're I, the best. I love you. Today's episode was presented by Bet Online and Pet Care RX. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.